Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Playoffs? Did I hear the word playoffs? The NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing, and our partners at BetOnline have you covered. I'm a proud supporter of the Bay Area and all of its sports teams. Who are you rooting for? Take full advantage of sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And there's always the online casinos as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Polina Edmonds, and today's episode is going to be detailing my senior international career. So I'm going to be talking about my time competing on the highest level and all of the hurdles I had to jump through, all of the hardships that were pit against me and how I was able to keep going through my own confidence and my own belief in myself. So I'm going to start with right before my first big win on the national level. That was junior nationals in 2013. I was the gold medalist. So before that junior nationals, I had started kind of playing this game of getting critiques, getting some big names behind me so that I could have that kind of support on the big stage. When I had critiques with judges before nationals, judges and officials, they never talked about my jumps or my skating skills. Most of their comments were always irrelevant to my actual skating it was always that they didn't like my hair they didn't like my costumes they didn't like my music they didn't like my braces a lot of the time they were talking about how my jumps were too effortless I had a lot of judges tell me that they looked too easy that's why I wasn't getting plus twos and threes on perfect combinations that I would land I thought that if a jump looks really easy then that's how you want it to look when you nail a really hard element it should look easy So that was always weird. Also, I had started working with Frank Carroll before I won nationals. Frank Carroll was my coach, David Glenn's coach, back in the day. So I had several years of consultation lessons with him. Frank stood with me at nationals in the long program, and that was after I had already been first in the short. He kind of gave this public support of me, which kind of put pressure on judges. Uh, But regardless, I skated clean with two triple triples and really difficult transitions into my jumps. He even had made a comment to me once that I didn't need difficult transitions and that I just needed to skate clean. So junior nationals, I won. I was first place. However, I was scored pretty low compared to second place, who didn't have any triple triple combinations. So after I had skated this great program with a low score, I was walking up the staircase to meet my parents, and I just heard this huge applause for the skater right after me, and I thought, I'm done. I'm second. I'm not first anymore. And I was crying going up the staircase because I had a triple let's triple toe and a triple flip half loop triple sow in my program, the hardest, even harder than the seniors were doing, and it seemed like I was already in second. And the reason I was crying was because I really wanted to go to Junior Worlds, and I knew that the only way I was going to get there was if I was first. My best friend also, who was at the event, he was in the bathroom at the same time that I was walking upstairs, so he heard the applause, and he texted me that I was in second. 
and that like obviously also sparked my crying because that was really disappointing but luckily I was not second um I won by a very slim margin still super validating for me that I was junior champion we have this autograph table at the arena that U.S. figure skating sets up and I was the only one on the podium of all the junior girls and all of even the pairs and the men who did not have a Team USA jacket. I was in first place sitting there in a neon pink shirt while everybody else was wearing Team USA jackets. I ended up not being picked for Junior Worlds, so my mom and David and I were sat down with this official, and he was explaining to us why I wasn't picked, why I wasn't selected for Junior Worlds. He tried to tell me that it was because I didn't have the experience, you know, this and that, and I was very, very strong. I was not sitting there just smiling or being super understanding or being like it's okay like thank you for the opportunity like hopefully I get something soon no I was giving him basically a death glare I was very upset and I was making it very obvious that I was very angry about this and you know same with my mom Um, we were both just very surprised and very unhappy with this um, move that they had made and so I was super strong I wasn't weak I straight up asked them if you didn't want to send me for Junior Worlds because I didn't have any experience, why didn't you send me to do Junior Grand Prix in the summer? You saw how good I was performing, yet you didn't send me. You sent other girls to multiple Junior Grand Prix. And he just kind of shrugged his shoulders, didn't really know what to say. But to calm us down, they gave us this consolation prize of the Gardena Classic in April, which is this competition in Gardena, Italy, which is a beautiful little ski town um, up in the Alps. Amazing. But, you know, it's not Junior Worlds. It is a spring international competition where it was just something to calm me down. I was excited because it was my first ever Team USA experience. And so when I got the jacket, the Team USA jacket, I was putting it on at home, taking pictures, super, super excited that I was finally on Team USA. It was a huge validating moment for me. And so the other thing about Gardena Classic, we were surprised to hear it was a beautiful spot that all judges and officials wanted to go to. They wanted to go to the ski town up in the Alps to be able to relax and enjoy Italy. For me, as an athlete, it was not like that because we're up in the Alps, there's altitude, which makes performing even harder. And for this to be my first international event, I wanted to go and absolutely kill it. I made brand new programs for them and I went and I did great. So that was a great entryway for me. But the thing that we were really nervous about after Junior Worlds was what does this mean for next year? So they already showed that even when I perform my best and I got the gold medal, they still don't want to send me. What does that mean for me as a senior next year and it's the Olympic year? My goal, my plan was to compete well and to be on the radar during the senior nationals and to be hopefully a contender for an Olympic spot. But they were already showing that they weren't thinking of me as somebody that they could send internationally. So my plan was to go home from the Junior Nationals, get everything together as quick as possible, new programs, ready to compete at Gardena Classic in April, and just perform on fire all summer, all fall, wherever they send me, perform super well so that there's no reason if I'm on the podium next year at Nationals as a senior that they can leave me off the team. That was my goal, so... Went home, got straight to work. So in the summer of 2013, I went to LA for four weeks and I was training with Frank Carroll at the Toyota Center. 
he stood with me at Glacier Falls, the summer competition in Anaheim, and I stayed for another few weeks afterwards, training with Dennis Ten and Evan Lysacek. It was awesome training with them because they were cheering me on and clapping for me when I landed my triple triples and talking to me. It was a huge confidence boost for me to be skating on the ice with these two really fast senior men. I was skating faster. I was more confident in my jumping and it was just an awesome environment for me to be thriving in summer before the Olympics. So we had planned for Frank to stand with me at nationals again in 2014. So when we started working with him, we knew that he didn't have any girls. He didn't have any senior ladies. So there was no competitive conflict. There was no um, conflict of interest. And so when we heard that Gracie switched to him in December, one month before nationals, we decided to kind of just go our own way and be on our own because Gracie and I were too competitive. And so we didn't want to have that conflict. So we came to nationals and I was on fire. I was killing it in every single practice. I skated this awesome short program. Wasn't allowed to be excited yet. We knew that I needed to skate perfect. I needed to skate as best as possible with this really, really hard program I had put out for myself. Triple S, triple toe, and a triple flip, half loop, triple sal. The most difficult technical program out of anybody out there. And I knew I needed to skate super well to be still on the podium after the long. So I still had all this pressure on me, even after I was excited to be in silver after the short. So I skated a great long. The reason I look just not super ecstatic after my long program was because I had one mistake. I had a fall. And I thought for sure if I even made one mistake that I would just be dropped. I thought I was going to be like way lower in placement after that one mistake. So I would just had all these emotions going through me at the end of my long program thinking that's it I'm done I'm not gonna be on the podium anymore I'm scared Um, and then I got a great score and I was on the podium and that was amazing I finally had this moment of relaxation but I didn't have the ecstatic joy yet of potentially making the team I knew based off of the year before that just because I was on the podium did not mean they were going to select me. So what I did was when I went to the media after and I immediately had all these interviews with different news reporters and the press conference, I was super strong. I was extremely adamant about wanting to go to the Olympics. I told them directly, I don't want to go to Junior Worlds. That was my time last year and I didn't get to go. This year, I earned my spot for the Olympic team and I want to go. And I was really surprised that all of these media outlets were saying that I came out of nowhere. They were saying, who's this 15-year-old that just nabbed the silver and is all of a sudden an Olympic contender? Like, where did she come from? That was disappointing to me because I've been going to nationals every year since I was 11 years old. I was consistently making nationals and working my way up in the ranks. I was the junior national champion from the year before. And I also was Junior Grand Prix champion just a few months before I was at the Junior Grand Prix final representing the U.S. To hear that I just was somebody who had no experience and was coming out of nowhere, that was not true in my own head. And so I made it very clear to them that I've been here. It's just that you haven't been watching. Frank also named me the Iron Butterfly in the media. That was just a really cool way to describe me and my skating, that I was so light and skated so easily like a butterfly but at the same time I was iron because I was doing such hard elements and I wasn't cracking under the pressure 
So it was really interesting for me um, going to the Olympics. I got ninth with super great programs. So going there, it was interesting to see how the Russians were really promoting Julia Lipnitskaya, who was my age. She was 15 years old. So they were really promoting her for first place. I was the other 15-year-old going there from the U.S., but I was going in as USA number three. Never have been going to a senior international competition, so I didn't have that kind of political advantage of already being out on the scene and having judges look at me as this is a medal contender. I was just kind of going to participate, which I didn't know at the time. I was going in with a very competitive mindset. And so it was just interesting for me to see that I wasn't being pushed as one of the top contenders because I was considered too young, too immature, too new. But at the same time, watching my counterpart, Julia Lipnitskaya, she was considered cream of the crop. She was very, very heavily considered for being on the podium, for winning it all, being first. And we were both at the same competition against skating greats that I super look up to. Mawasada, Yuna Kim, Carolina Kostner. These were all women on the ice with years of international experience and past podiums. I totally understood why I would be behind Mao and Yuna and Carolina. They were, again, my idols in skating as well, and they were women on the ice while I was a small girl. So that I completely have no issues with. It was only seeing Russian skaters be pulled up when my federation wasn't pulling me up in the same way. I was super confused why I was being considered immature while Julia wasn't. That was super weird uh, just because we were the same age and we were doing the same elements. After the Olympics as well, I went back home and I never really heard good words about me in the media. I remember one really big newspaper putting a photo of me falling as the big spread in the newspaper and that was the exposure that I got. I was super disappointed that the media was portraying me like that and not understanding, you know, the hardships of how hard we train and for me to nail 19 out of 20 elements and you to put the one element I mess up on as the big newspaper spread. That was not the best when other skaters, you know, even my US counterparts, they also made mistakes. They also had falls. That was not their picture in the newspaper. <laughs> so then I went to Worlds and I got eighth. I had one mistake, but it was a great Worlds for me, a great experience for me to be able to go to my first World Championships um, right after the Olympic Games. I got a slightly higher score than I did at the Olympics, so we took that as a great sign that my scores are going to start to rise and by next season I'm going to be really in the mix because they're getting used to me and they're going to be ready for me next season. So the next season starts. This is the 2015 season. I go to Champs Camp. It's my first Champs Camp ever, so I didn't know what to expect, and I came ready for it like it was a competition. I didn't know if you needed to be perfect or if they were going to be comparing us on this like preparation skill or not. I just had no idea. So I skated two clean programs in the performance section of our critiques. Champs Camp puts on this mock competition for us where you have to skate your program, both programs, in front of all of the judges and officials, and they watch it, take notes, and you get the ice to yourself. We get the whole shebang of the six-minute warm-up, and then we have our spots for performance, and nobody really watches each other. And so afterwards, they put you into a room, and they give you a critique on your program and your performance, and so they give you tips and whatnot. It's, it's really so that the judges can see 
what material we have before they send us out internationally. And so I was really surprised when I skated two clean programs at almost 7,000 feet in altitude, which is extremely hard. Most skaters do not skate clean programs in altitude. They take out a few of their elements at Champs Camp. They do singles. They maybe take a little break and some point into their program um, nobody really skates a full program with all of their jumps because of how hard the altitude is when I was in my critique the judges said everybody knows I can jump where's the artistry I was just kind of dumbfounded I was like uh I just busted out seven triples in a long program and you're telling me that you don't care about those jumps but you just want to see my beautiful artistry I was like, um, I can show you that as well if we go to sea level or if I maybe do the program with singles and really show off my artistry. Uh, that was that was hard to hear. Then I went to the International Classic in Salt Lake City, and that was kind of my senior B performance before the Grand Prix season. There, I skated well, not perfect, but pretty well, and I got lower points than the year before. So this was kind of the start of me seeing that my whole career my points were never raised the judges and the officials of every event they never tried to increase my points I was always getting the same score for the next like two years which was really hard to see when everybody else's scores were always increasing so I go to my first Grand Prix this is in China so I went to Shanghai was super super excited to be going to this Grand Prix And I was going with the mentality of getting onto the podium and trying to qualify for the final. So since I had qualified for the Junior Grand Prix final the year before, I knew that I wanted to make it back there and that it was the best competition to go to. And so I was very, very ready, had the mindset of getting on the podium. When I got there, I made a mistake. I fell in the short program and that set me back a little bit. But then I had a clean program in the long with two triple triples, the hardest, the triple S triple toe and the triple flip half loop triple sow. I got fourth place. I was very, very devastated that I was in fourth because I was under girls who had made major mistakes. I knew I had made a mistake in the short. That was on me. But with a clean long program, I should have been able to lift myself compared to what the other ladies were doing. I can go into a little bit of depth about this. So I was there with Yulia Lipnitskaya. Again, we were both at the Olympics together, age 15. In her long program, she made five major mistakes, and she still got second. She fell. She popped. I remember there was a moment in her program where she was so winded that she just set up for a jump and then dropped it like she wasn't even going to try. And then she realized that she couldn't do that in competition. She just turned the corner and tried to do it in the corner and then she just fell she was not ready for that competition and she got the silver medal she got second place with so many mistakes when I skated a clean long program so I was super upset because the team leader for USA he didn't even watch the other girls so when I came to him complaining about how I was in fourth when this person was in second and the other skaters had made mistakes we wanted to protest the scores And we were in front of the judges' room talking to my team leader, incredibly upset because we knew that it was just wrong. It just wasn't fair. It would be different if everybody had skated clean and they just liked, you know, this skater's style over mine. That's completely out of my control. But to watch people make 
many, many mistakes when you don't. This is supposed to be a sport. It's not just art. I was just crushed that I didn't have that political help and I was in fourth. I I had lost my spot. So we were protesting in front of the judges room and they all walked out and they all saw that I was very upset. They all saw that we knew that something fishy was going on. And it was just so devastating for me, particularly because I wanted to go to the final. And I knew that in fourth place, I would need to win at my second Grand Prix, which was going to be super difficult um, in order to qualify. And that just didn't seem doable at the time. So I knew that it was over for me. And my mom, she had even complained to a Russian coach. She told him, this is ridiculous. Like, the Russian skaters are higher with mistakes. My daughter skated clean and she's not. And the Russian coach just looked at her and he said, you know, I can't say anything against my own country, but our Russian kids need money. You have a rich American husband, so you guys don't need the money. That was just so shocking to hear as well. The fact that just because I was from the U.S., I didn't need to be on the podium, that their girls needed to be for different reasons other than just their skating. And then when I went home, everyone in the media was trashing me for making that one mistake in the short, even though the other skaters had made more mistakes than me and they still got medals. I had way technically harder programs, and yet I got no recognition for that. So then I went to nationals, and that was my first time dealing with growth changes. So I competed well at nationals and I placed fourth. So I was eligible for both four continents and the world championships. This was the hardest competition for me to physically accomplish. I was competing on my period for the first time ever. That made me so fatigued and so tired. And it was such a struggle for me to get through my long program just because of this growth that I was going through. It was not at all like the years before when I would just skate my long programs. The thing about my like personal puberty was that it never changed my technique. I constantly had slow growth. I didn't have any crazy growth spurts, but that was really difficult stamina-wise for me because it was hard to constantly be adjusting all year. It was this constant battle. So then I go to Four Continents, and this was actually the first competition that I was going to internationally without my mom there. She usually goes with me as well as my coach, David. But she just couldn't go through another competition where I competed well and wasn't scored fairly compared to the other girls. And it was just too dishonest for her and she didn't want to go. So I just went by myself uh, with my coach and I won there. It was amazing. It was really awesome winning alongside Dennis Ten, who I was really good friends with. Two summers before when I was training with Frank Carroll at the Toyota Center and I was with Dennis on the same ice, his mom would sit with my mom and my grandma and they would chat. He and his mom had actually come up to San Francisco to work with a dress designer that I was working with and they stayed at my house for a few days. It was really amazing to have his support and be, you know, next to him on the podium when we were in the galas and everything. So that was a really, really special competition for me, particularly because of that. And so Four Continents, I get there and I skate a clean short and I got low points. I was behind girls who made mistakes in the short, so I was fourth. In the long program, I didn't get high points again, even though I skated at a clean program. And that was because they were saving bigger scores for the girls who skated after me because they were planning on other women being on the podium, not me. But then everybody made major mistakes and I had a clean program. So I was ahead of them with very, very low points. 
I had super, super difficult elements. I had the two triple-triple combinations harder than what the other girls were doing. The other girls had one triple-triple, one double-axle triple-toe. So different, technically. And this is why I was always so confused why my points were so low. It was an amazing competition for me to win, and I left that competition thinking, wow, I'm the Four Continents champion. I'm an ISU international champion. Now I'm going into Worlds with this title. This could be a game changer for me. My hometown newspaper, European TV and Russian TV, they all wrote and talked about how I was struggling in the short, which is why I was in fourth. That was super annoying to hear because I didn't struggle. I skated clean. It's just that my points were lower because they weren't planning on me winning the competition. When I came back from Four Continents, I was signed by IMG, which was a really big agency. A lot of top skaters were in it. IMG runs Stars on Ice. It was really, really exciting for me to be contacted by them. And we sat down with them and they started promising me a bunch of shows in Japan in the summer. They were promising me Japan Open, a bunch of different social opportunities with skating. I was stoked. I was so excited that I was finally getting to this place that the other U.S. ladies ahead of me were in. So then I go to the World Championships. So before that Worlds, I tried to play the game. I had critiques with some famous international and ISU officials to help me politically. I wanted them to view my programs, give me any tips, really have them feel like they were part of my team so that they would be pushing for me when we went to these big competitions. So at the Worlds, I skated clean programs, but I was dropped lower than both the American skaters and the Russians, even with my Four Continents title. This is where I was really learning that my points pretty much always depended on Ashley and Gracie, who were the other two American skaters that I was always being sent out with during these competitions. They were kind of always one and two, and I was always number three. And so they knew that they wanted to score Ashley and Gracie well. But if they made mistakes and they needed some American to be up there in the ranks, that was the only time that I had a chance to win. It was always if they were going to make mistakes. I was told by the same judges that were giving me critiques before this world's. The judge told me that I needed to wait until I was older and more mature. That was when I was going to reach the podium like the other American skaters. And I looked at him and I said, there are Russians younger than me on the podium right now. I was at Worlds with Russians and Japanese skaters the exact same age as me or younger than me. I was with Elena Radionova, Yulia Lipnitskaya, Anya Pogorelea, Satako Miyahara, Rika Hongo. These were all girls in my age category who were scoring way higher than I was, who were on podiums when I wasn't. So when I told this to the judge, he smirked at me and then he shrugged his shoulders like I figured it out. It was just a really terrible moment for me in the dining hall when I had spoken to him and he just basically exposed himself and the system. And so with these other skaters who were my age, They were all given huge points in junior levels. When they went to senior, they were already winning because they had the huge points that carried over. But then the same judges were telling me that I needed to wait in line. I needed to slowly grow my points. And so it was just very clear at that point that my own, like, U.S. Federation was not pushing for me to be scoring highly like the other federations were pushing for their young skaters. 
that kind of is something that I found throughout my whole career was that I was always in the shadow of Ashley and Gracie who also were great performers, nothing taken away from them. But I noticed many times when they would make mistakes, they would still be higher than me when I wouldn't make mistakes. At Worlds, a lot of famous coaches, athletes, officials, they all congratulated me for a great job for my two clean programs. They all saw the competition. They all saw what I did and what I placed compared to the other girls, and they all knew what was going on. One judge actually asked my mom how I was feeling and if I cried over the results. It was just a really super inappropriate conversation that, again, showed that they were kind of playing games and that it didn't really matter how I skated. It was all done in the back room, so to say. (laughs) So after that Worlds, my mom and I, we just kind of sat down together. We realized that I needed to have a transformation. I needed to have amazing programs, play their games. We were going to go home and we were going to work on everything, just couldn't have any gray area. Everything needed to be black and white. We were planning to win the next season. So I'll tell you about my next season in next week's episode, so tune in for that, and I'm going to be telling a bunch of stories of what I went through um, in the 2016 season. So stay tuned. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Leave me a comment. Tell me what you think. Follow me on Instagram where I'm promoting this. My username's at Polina Edmonds. And I can't wait to share more next week. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.